Hi everyone, and welcome to The Change Review with me, Cal McGregor. Today, I'm excited to be sharing with you a conversation that I had with my friend and fellow Master of Sustainability student, Pusanisa Kamal-Noratap, about her workshop, Contemplative Arts for Climate Change, which she developed and delivered for the Arts and Creative Education Research Network, part of Sydney University's School of Education and Social Work. With a background in social work and communications, Pusanisa talks to me about how she delved into the world of contemplative art to create an interactive environment where people could address key sustainability challenges, hoping to empower them to create change in their individual lives. If you want to find out more about the Arts and Creative Education Research Network, I've put the link in the track description, along with a link to the Facebook event where you can get a better feel for the workshop. Tell me first of all, what is the organisation that you're working for? Like, Give me a little overview, a spiel of what you're doing and who you're working for and, and what the project is that you're working on. So um, I'm with the Department of Education and Social Work at Sydney Uni and they have this research centre called Arts and Creative Education or in short it's ACERN and so they are focusing on like partnership with educators, schools and artists to deliver the creative education. For example like um, collaboration with events, symposiums, seminars to promote like art and creative in education for okay. like um, the university and wider community to to have a better understanding on the issues on having a more creative in um, exploring uh, knowledge and stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, they, they haven't focused on like mainly sustainability or climate change or environmental stuff because mostly the the activity that I went to before it's like create a create a more creative learning space um or um like education and art stuff but like they haven't used creative space or events to talk about and more complex issues. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I bring my project to talk to them, like, hey, I'm studying sustainability and I want to do something more creative about it, you know, like when we talk about environmental or climate change and global warming and stuff. But I don't want it to be like in only a certain, only a scientific space anymore. Like, when I go to the scientific talk and then when we all come out it's like that's it we don't have like interactions or even we get chance to ask questions it's just that there's mm. no like um immediate like interaction or response or what do we do what do we act how do we think further than that yeah so i really want to create a a more creative space for people to like really think and contemplate contemplate together on the thing I love that. So what um, did you come to them with a proposal of what that would look like or did you develop that with them when you started the project? Yeah, because like I have two ideas though because they suggest me to do the exhibitions to like for me to be a curator and call out like call out people who do art or um, creative medium for climate change and then I can put together a art exhibition but then I say with that then it will be the same like an art gallery that people go and view art and then after that they go home it's done we don't know their feedback Mm. 
yeah so then from from scientific um limitation and then art exhibition limitation then we put together just a a process art workshop that people who attend the workshop just create their own art right away and they talk about climate change together at the same time what how do they feel about the issues yeah okay. and then i also like before i put together this workshop i also interview social activists and artists as well how do they like they deliver their work on climate change or in social issues using arts and get people to understand the message so yeah, it's been like um like a month or two to like put things together and develop the activity and so it come out like what actually i would deliver deliver in my workshop yeah okay cool so what if i went to your workshop tomorrow what talk me through what would happen Mm-hmm. So let me explain the concept first, like mm-hmm. the process art and what's that called again? Oh, contemplative art. Yeah. Because you're probably like um, not sure yet what it is about, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm new to this. <laughs> so like, um, so um, art has like to process the the process one like when we when people make art and the finished product right so the process art we don't really focus on the finished product and then the process of making the art is like more more important than the outcome okay so like we're not focusing if your art is like really powerful or really beautiful or not but like we focus on the contemplative side how are you feeling what you would like to express um what you art, what you art means, and how do you feel when you are doing it like that? So that's like contemplative. You actually thinking about the issues at the same time, and like yeah. as when you're doing arts. So it's a process. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So so with that in mind, um, yeah. How does it how does it work? So do you kind of you have a group of people that come to the workshop, um, and do you guide people on, on how they should approach it? Do you kind of give them an overview of issues or, or what happens? Mm-hmm. Yep, so my workshop is called Contemplative Arts for Climate Change. And I took the themes from the Paris Agreement. So I read and I find out that they, um, the Paris Agreement focus on like actually three things which is to make people recognize the importance of the nature, to recognize that nature is important as a natural resources, and then to reduce the carbon impact, the carbon footprint, Mm -hmm. and then to focus on resilience and adaptation. So mainly it's three themes, the key main thing. So I, then I come back and think, okay, so if these three themes become the art workshop, how it's going to be like, how do I make people who is from like different backgrounds, not really knowing scientific stuff or climate change before, get it, you know, because if you are not study sustainability, you're not going to go and okay, go and Google like, what is Paris Agreement and you read all that, no. So mm. yeah, I think this is a good way to like send out a message. And it's really easy and people actually like get it, but like in different ways. But that nice. That is nice because they can 
come back and then see if they can apply into their daily practice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So how do you how do you kind of guide the workshop once you've once you've got a group of people that have just arrived and they don't really know anything about climate change or sustainability and they've got to your um, workshop? What's what are the next steps? How do you um, how do you get them to be contemplative artists? So I start from getting them together and sit in the circle and ask them like so introduce them first okay this is like contemplative arts workshop and we'll um being and then we'll be um talking and sharing together about the climate change and then i let them interview sorry not interview introduce themselves like their name and um, what are they doing at the moment, like if they study or work. So we got people who study PhD on urban environment. And we got a bachelor degree student studying international relations and a child a child counselor. Um, who else? Um, the architecture student, journalism student. Wow, so from um, lots of different backgrounds. Are, yeah, so... It's quite like really various background. And so I just get them to talk a little bit about like where they study or work at the moment. So people know, okay, your background. Mm-hmm. And then I start to warm it up by let them say, how do they, how do they feel at the moment? So people have a moment to come back and think what is going on um, in their week today. And how do they feel when they walk in until now that they sit down? How do they feel right now? Yeah, about the day. Mm-hmm. And and what makes them happy today? Yeah, and so the atmosphere in the room get like um, warmer and like more welcome and they feel more relaxed. Yeah, and it's kind of like make people open up to one another when they know that, okay, what you've been through today, how do you feel at the moment, you know, so... Some people feel like quite peaceful now that they see the art space because I have like flowers and leaves um, or that in the middle of the table. So mm-hmm. yeah, some people feel peaceful, whereas another feel like it's been really hectic because they she's been teaching all day, you know, for example. So we get like, okay, how does people feel at this time together? Mm-hmm. Then I move on to the next activity. Okay, cool. So, throughout the workshop, do they, do your um, students create a piece of artwork of their own, um, something to take away with them, or is it more the creativity is through those kind of activities you do within the within the workshop? How does that work? Yes, at the end they got your, they get they get their own art, art piece, but I'm not getting to that yet. That's like the last activities. Oh, okay. All right. So what, what comes after they've all kind of warmed up and um, what's the what's the next activity? Then I I guide them to look at the natural items at the middle of the table and see which one calling them the more so they get to pick up their flowers and leaves that they feel like connected to it. Okay. Then I guide them to how they can contemplate to natural elements surrounding them to feel that um, like the interconnection between humans, animal and nature because this day we take um, natural resource for granted 
you know, like we thought environment or nature is the assets to the country, but then it's not. Yeah, it's just like nature is nature. You know, it's not your natural resources mm. that you're going to do something with it like that. So yeah, people get a chance to see it with fresh eye. That actually, um, natural things around them when they walk, you know, stay from home to school every day, it can be like a refreshment elements for them like that. Mm. And we have like um, a few sharing from here and there on the circle from like 10 years old sharing how he feels when he touched the leaves and he said the leaves have some like white hair and he's just like curious mm. yeah, about this thing. And then we got another guy sharing like um, sharing about the seed from the fruits and the flowers. So yeah, it's quite nice. Mm. And then I lead them to a small group of three. And then they share how they feel about climate change. So I encourage um, people who haven't known each other before to group together and then share a little bit about their background and um, what situation in your life that you get nourished or be happy a lot by in by being in contact with nature like that. And I give them some example and then people started to share. Then I, <clears throat> about like five minutes, then I switch people again to the new group of three people and they share how climate change will make them feel like. So like mainly the contemplative workshops doesn't really focus much on data or information about global warming or climate change but really how people feel or can relate to it in their daily life. Okay. Mm. Yeah. With that in mind, um, what's, what do you feel is the like ultimate um, outcome or the ultimate goal for your workshops? Do you want people to just uh, become more aware of their relationship with nature? Or are you hoping that they'll actively be able to take away something that they'll be able to change in their daily lives? Um, yeah, what, what's, what's the outcome for your workshop, your ultimate ideal outcome? That's the next activity. <laughs> oh, I keep rushing you through your activities. <laughs> okay, the next, the next activity. How many activities yeah. are there? Um, they're like... Four main one. Okay, yeah. nice. Okay, cool. All right. So you were saying. Yeah, so this is the third one. <laughs> <laughs> then I guide them to like come back together in a big circles and think about activities in their daily life that did actually um, try to reduce their impact to carbon footprints and climate change. But then, you know, people are not perfect. So there will be something that you are trying to do but actually you cannot achieve yet for example like when you go to the beach and you still put your wet swimsuit in the plastic bag so you still have to put to use plastic bag anyways or or you buy coffee but then you forgot your keep cups and you have to ask for a takeaway cup you know something like that or you forgot your green bags in your car so you end up have to like buy a new one anyway to put your grocery something like that so mm-hmm. I pass my small cups around and people draw the sentence of like a situation that may can happen in their daily life that they impact the carbon footprints and they read it to the groups and 
whoever have like some common ground that they also do the same thing or they haven't like had this point yet they just like step into the circle and then they started to share their own situations how they might contribute to climate change but at the same time trying to fix it so one lady she said she drive her car to a climate change protest <laughs> and she so she's not sure if she create a carbon footprint by going to protest on um the old energy or not like that <laughs> and then another lady said oh did you carpool people then then i actually help a bit <laughs> yeah so it's going quite nice yeah. And then we have another person say that he used a green bag, like he doesn't use plastic bags, but then when he go to grocery shopping, inside his bag is all plastic pa- packaging anyway, you know, so. It's interesting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. It's really cool how you're, I see now as you're explaining it, I'm really understanding this whole contemplative art approach, like you're getting people to think about it and unpack it in a really like creative space yeah mainly it's like i would like people to have a composable space to share what actually they are doing at the moment for to the issues you know because like we don't have to wait for um like the big guy to make the change but then we as an individual and together as a small community we can also create something meaningful too yeah and it's do you think it's important as well that I mean you talked about how you've got a group of people that you're working with and they are you you like get them to warm up at the beginning and you move them through different groups where they have to talk to people they don't know and that kind of thing so you're kind of building a mini community in your workshop um like do you think that community this feeling of of collaboration is important I think it is really important, but actually, like many organizations and community these days, are doing many collaborative works anyway. For, for an issue, for example, um, doesn't have to be climate change. So it can be, saying community gardens or, um, Pacific Islander community. Mm. Like there are many groups of community and people collaborate together, but then, like. This kind of workshop is like another medium or a way that you can get people from different backgrounds or organization to um, sit together contemplatively and just like talk emotionally on the thing. So it's kind of like you get to know your friends or the person that you haven't known before in a deeper level too. And this maybe can help to... um, to move social change better. Yeah. So then when they kind of think about, oh, actually, even I'm 10 years old, I, I make some impact, you know, to the footprints. Or, yeah, even I'm just like a student and just, you know, study, work, go to grocery, that's something that I contribute to climate change. But at the same time, this is the thing that I'm doing to reduce it. Yeah, and then then I lead them to, to the actual artwork that they will produce together sorry by themselves but yeah together in the room (laughs) yeah and so the topic that i give them is what is the most important or like the most vivid problem of climate change that you face in your daily life and it affect you the most and what you might do to make the change or like make it better 
and I give the example of like, for example, me. I um, I like I haven't faced the hot climate of like forty two degree in Australia before. So last year was my first time that I faced like a really hot temperature of forty two degree in Sydney. Mm. Yeah, and so I couldn't go out. Like I just like hided myself in the coffee shop. And just read books in the aircon, you know, having coffee like for like the whole afternoon. Yeah, and affect me. And then I didn't. I don't feel like Australia is Australia with the beach, but I feel like compared to like, um, compared to like we are living in this desert or something. So I explain how I feel when the weather is too hot, and you cannot leave outside without the aircon, something like that. And then I create my art piece from recycling magazines, newspaper. And so um like, so I guide them to like how to make a collage artwork as well, like by selecting the image or color they like from the magazine and just cut and paste them into the paper and create like the storyboard or an image that represent how they feel and the situation. And then I give them time for thirty minutes to create their art. Yeah. Okay. And people were having fun shopping through the magazines. Like <laughs> the magazine was like laying all around the room from like left and right, and so everybody like got to like walk around and pick image or color picture that they thought could represent the issue they would like to talk about. Mm. Yeah, so they just like walk around and see what they can use. And some people use the flower that they chose from the beginning of the activity as well to just put on their. Um, story paper. Sure. Yeah. So it sounds as though um, your approach is is really about like building a kind of more emotional connection to these sustainability issues. Um, Yeah. Would you say that's the case? Um, Do you think that, um, what do you think about like this kind of like dichotomy between art and science that we're seeing or that you feel like we're coming up against? Do you think that um, art has benefits over this the scientific approach when it comes to trying to engage people around sustainability? Personally, for me, yes, because mm, like sometimes information in scientific, for example, scary numbers or data, it gets people to understand, to like, like you know what is happening, you know the numbers, you know the figures, but then maybe you get it get people to be too overwhelmed to react, you know, it's kind of like when the number is big and people feel so small and, and then they feel that the issue is too far from themselves. So with contemplative arts, um, it's able to bring the issues closer to people's um, personal life because it let people express their feelings toward the issues and really get people to think how is that affect them personally when there's something personal or people feel emotionally connection to something then it actually drives change you know because you need to feel something related to it first then you want to make a move to do something about it mm. yeah yeah definitely. so i think this one art uh, could like become a good help of the of the social problems mm. like your arts like when you go to art gallery and you see this scary image that the artist draw or a photograph of like melting um, ice like that and then you get it right away oh this there's an issue here but then with just looking at a photo you probably 
like get a stronger impact than reading or listening to the data but then like you don't have a space to do something with it yet so by getting people to just create their art right away when they're thinking about it they it kind of like i give them a visual or a or a roadmap to their to their own artwork what they might can do you know even a small thing in their homes mm. that's really interesting and do you yourself I don't know much about your background, Pusanisa, but like, do you have much of a creative background yourself or is this quite new territory for you as well? It's actually new to me for for using creative things to address scientific issue and climate change though. Mm. I used to work, I used to work as a social worker before, but for young people, for teenagers and more of like, more like empowering them through difficult time yeah but then like this is my first time bringing like um contemplative arts and like deep listening being aware of yourself and others around you to climate change mm. yeah so it's very interesting for me as well yeah I bet. Yeah, I've been a lot and just talk to a lot of artists and social um like social activists that I can find here through university and through my professor and through my friends and colleagues as well. And then so I just ask them and like participate in the activities, how they actually do art activity to just talk about climate change issues mm. or like um, all minority issues in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so through like understanding what their purpose and what they would like to talk and share and what are some ideas or activities that they use, then I then I'm able to apply to mine, to my theme. Yeah, so it's been great. Yeah. And when you say at the very beginning, people share how they feel. Um, some people mm. are stressed, some people are feeling peaceful because they're in an artistic space. Um, do you bring people together at the end and kind of reassess how they're feeling after your workshop? Yeah, so after they finish create their art, they also get a chance to share in the circle as well because this collage artwork is really abstract, so there's no point even if you just let people do art and then go home. Mm-hmm. So they each actually talk about their artwork, what this artwork represents, what do they feel, um, and then if some other people like have a suggested solution, they will come to share too. So actually, when you say, this is my insight, so that I just discovered that climate change doesn't mean the same thing to people. Yeah, like, with this one topic, people like talk about quite a diverse issue. So we got people who just reflect back to their hometown, that climate change actually affect a lot to vulnerable people, was that another she talks about the political climate of the climate change itself. So she talked about like global world and current news. And then we got another people talk about farmer and food system in state. And another girls talk about um, talk about her hope and inspiration to be the change. And that this workshop remind her that she could actually do um, do things to be a change agent. So yeah, we got like quite collective but different issues on mm. the same topic. And as a result, yeah. I mean, it's nice to hear that somebody was saying that she feels empowered to be a change agent. And I was going to ask um, the general kind of vibe that you get from people 
at the end of, of your workshop. Um, are people feeling relatively optimistic or do you think in general people are still a little bit concerned about the future? Generally, they feel more positive, though. Um, they said it's nice to hear other people sharing. Like, it's mean, it's important, like, to hear different people have different meaning to the, to the same topic. And when listening to others create, like, a, a better energy, mm. like, like, they are glad that they know that even though people come from different backgrounds, but they actually do care. Even though things mean differently to one another, but now they know that, oh, people do care and they try to do things mm. personally and globally like that. Like it's both sides because some people say um, the government or the country should do something worse than when they go to another group and listen to the other person say that. But they themselves can also do something and they're doing it already. Mm. This generates a very collective energy that that people are like there for you and together you can you can really do something like that yeah yeah it must and be with feeling... that they create it's like at the same time they listen they talk and they think and like I create them to I create the atmosphere for people to be able to express their feeling or know that they feel something toward the issues and at the same time the arts also help them to release the emotion so it's not suppressed. Mm. Yeah, so they release the emotion together with the story. There's a very good energy that they that the group create together. Yeah, and I hope this can be something like in their heart that um when they realize that they can like, you know, think and remember that they actually can do something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And do you um hope to do more with these workshops do you have any plans in the works to kind of keep this alive yeah like to me personally it's proved that actually arts can really open up another space for people who talk about a difficult issue so I think maybe in the future I can um, try to see different issues that contemplative arts can help people open up you know because it doesn't have to be only climate change, though. Or if it's climate change, still, is there any other creative learning activity that I can create to make different group of people talk about it easier? Yeah. This one, even though people is from different backgrounds, but um, they do have something in common because they are related to University of Sydney somehow. So they're already in the learning or academic um, atmosphere. Okay. Yeah. So if I do the same thing with other different organizations, how would that be? So this might be the thing that I can find out next. Yeah. So um, the people that came to the workshop, you say they were all um, relatively academic to begin with? Yep. Okay. All right. So Except the, except the 10 years old boy. Of course. Who can <laughs> Mom. Child genius. <laughs> I like his evaluation the most, though, because like I ask them, like, how is, how is this workshop like, make you, how is it make shop create, an understanding of climate change personally and globally, mm. and then he said it didn't tell me anything about climate change, but I remember the issues and I love it, like yeah, mm. I love that he used the word remember rather than aware because it's kind of stronger that he remember it that it exists. Yeah, because that means he'll take it away with him and he's kind of 
so much part of the future as a 10 year old boy he has a lot ahead of him so <laughs> if he can if we can kind of start with the youth they're a pretty powerful demographic right yeah he actually add a very fresh energy to the group as well apart from my flowers apart from your flowers <laughs> the boy and the flowers <laughs> the boy and the flowers and the climate change the boy and the flowers and the climate change no that's very cool it sounds like a really amazing project and i'm really like privileged to have been able to talk to you about it because I've heard about it bits and pieces but it's really nice to actually hear. I was just thinking just like yesterday like after this workshop like actually if I plan it like better on this capstone I maybe can like create a small exhibition that people who actually produce art you know on climate change they can just have like a small exhibition of their college work this can be like a continuing after like courses oh, art workshop that's a great yeah, idea just like, just like an idea i think that's a great idea i think you should definitely like- try and keep up with these i think you should from my personal perspective these workshops sound like a really interesting mechanism to get people to think about the issues in a really kind of different way than rather than just as you said scary numbers or or scary articles I think if you can like keep it going, maybe take the workshops to like even schools and like I think people would like love this kind of thing. I'm I, I'm pretty inspired listening to you. So yeah, if you can find some way to build continuity, you sh- you definitely should. Yeah, the thing that I really feels and I and I think most of the people feels too is that they really feels they really feel great in this workshop. It's like. Suddenly, they feel really inspired and connected at the same time. Mm. Like from a stranger that I haven't known before now that they are friends and like they are knowing each other in another level already. Not like knowing you as Carla or knowing me as Pusanisa, but knowing like how is how is Carla feel toward these sensitive things and how does Pusanisa feel and trying to do something. So yeah, people have this level of connections and so they leave the workshop in the way. Yeah. In the very collective way. So it's something that's really moved me about it. Yeah. yeah. I'll bet. Mm-hmm. It's um it sounds really positive and and I'm something that's really come through in my interviews so far, um, is this idea of as I said, this idea of community and collaboration. And I think that if you can make if you can provide an environment where people feel like they're contributing and that they have, they're having an impact, and there's a social aspect to it. I I think that that is like a really valuable thing, because you know we people like to be part of something. They like to be in groups. I think when we put all that pressure on individuals making change all by themselves, um, it can that can suddenly feel so overwhelming. But you know, like your your workshop environment you know people come and they meet each other and as you say they're all from different backgrounds and it breaks down barriers and because you're getting people to share they're feeling vulnerable but it's a safe space and they're learning something new and I just yeah I think that that is a very um valuable learning environment and yeah I think it sounds wonderful oh thank you I think you sum up my activities really well (laughs) Anytime, anytime. I really enjoyed hearing from Prisanisa about her workshop. I think it's really cool to be hearing about different approaches like these. 
ones that are looking to bridge the gaps between people and communities and some of the big, potentially scary and overwhelming sustainability challenges up ahead. The Changer. What can you do? I talked about it in the last interview I had with Jodie Newcomb from Carbon Arts and I'll talk about it again. Bring on the creativity. I think it's high time we got a little bit artistic with how we approach the future of our planet and our civilization. And that means opening up our minds a little and recognizing that society itself is a complex system. It's dynamic and intricate and highly interconnected. Which means that creating broad-scale social change for a sustainable future isn't just about getting the scientific facts right. As Pusanisa mentioned, science certainly has its limitations when it comes to engaging people and helping them understand what needs to be done. In my last interview, we spoke about the four C's, communication, coalition, collaboration, community. And I think the kind of event that Pusanisa created embodies the importance of these ideas. I think one of the most valuable parts of this workshop is to bring people together over a universal concern or problem of climate change that needs to be solved. The community that this workshop is creating is incredibly important as it allows people to connect regardless of background and ultimately helps them feel less alone and more supported. Personally, I think it sets a precedent for how we should be conducting ourselves in our daily lives. So what do you think? What role do you think art plays in the future of our society and planet? Do you think it's important to foster an emotional connection to sustainability challenges around us? Do you have any ideas on how to approach the idea of community in our everyday lives? Okay guys, thanks so much for listening to The Change Review with me, Cal McGregor. You can find and follow this podcast on SoundCloud. Just search for The Change Review channel. And until next time, do change a thing. <laughs>